You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and David's pick on America's Web Radio, as a matter of fact. And uh, we're looking forward to another great day and a very special guest. But before we get started with our guest, we're going to do what we always do, and that's uh, take one moment to um, remember all those that have given their ultimate for the flag and for the United States. And uh, the word flag is very important today. And we want to uh, thank those people, and we'll be back in one minute. Amen. And we thank you for joining us today on David's Pick. And uh, we have a a very important guest on today because, as I mentioned, the word flag. And as uh, we would go anywhere, we always had our flag with us uh, in basic and AIT and our guide on. And uh, it was always very... Very nice, very moving, and uh, then uh, we also had our cadence calls that we always did, and so we like to start out with one. We'll be right back. And there we go. And we always like to start out with the cadence call, get us up and going, running, ready for that next half mile. We've got uh, Mike Saban today, and uh, Mike's been with us before, but uh, back in December, I think I promised you, Mike, that I'd have you on before your very important day. Last year, and here we are again. And here we are again. It's amazing how that works, isn't it? And you, tell us what's happening on the 12th. Mike, am I missing you somewhere? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I had cut you off by accident. Mike, what's happening on the 12th? First of all, I want to thank you so much for having me uh, uh, on your show again. This is a great opportunity. Uh, uh, you're a great American, and I do appreciate your invite. And uh, I am uh, humbled uh, to be to be one of your guests. Um, on the 12th uh, of uh, this month, on Saturday, June 12th, we are celebrating the United States All Glory. And it is called the National Flag Day, and and as we as we all have known that the United States flag is a symbol of freedom, and uh, it shows that we have an opportunity in this great land simply because we know what freedom is about. This flag 
has a birth date, and the birth date of it is on June the 14th. So we will be celebrating the birthday of the United States of America flag. You know, I, I think, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so, so this event will take place at 10 o'clock in the morning in the heart of Lawrenceville. That's super, and everybody uh, should know where Lawrenceville is. Just a little bit north and east of Atlanta. Uh, you know, the uh, the flag is used in so many ways, and uh, it's, you know, the uh, a fallen soldier comes back with the flag-draped casket, a... Uh, a veteran is buried with a flag-draped casket. And, you know, the, the flag, I, I guess in history, and, and you know, I know you've studied the flag and, and know a lot more about it than, than I do, but I guess flags have always been important to countries and, uh, you know, as I listen to the Star Spangled Banner, I can I can feature the bombs bursting in air and the tattering, and there the mission was to uh, knock down our flag at Fort Sumter, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, uh, you mentioned the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Uh, what a moving! What a moving! Uh, a story uh, that this led to this poem that became our national anthem, and and for for many of us who had memorized the words of the national anthem, um, it tells the story of how we stood strong, and it tells the story of how we uh, rose after all that bombardment and and the rockets, the red glare, the bombs. Uh, and it simply gave proof. Um, through the night that guess what our flag our flag was still there and the story goes that if Fort McHenry stands the city is safe and it did and it stood the flag was the symbol the flag was standing up high showing um, the uh, the lookers showing the enemies showing the supporters showing everybody that we are successful this flag gave hope in this flag, all glory is rising. And of course, you know, we, we really gonna have to give homage to this flag because it is our country, it is our nation, and this is the symbol that unites both the Democratic people, the Republican people, the ones that don't have a party. At least in my book, I feel this is the common denominator that should bridge the two, three or four facets together. So here we are. We got a flag birthday coming up, and I I pray that everybody that's listening can take a minute, a moment, to find their old flags that need to be retired and retire them respectfully. Find a Boy Scout. Find a VFW. Uh, call me up. Go to the Flag Day Committee, and we'd be more than happy to help. And... Since this is Flag Day on Saturday, actually it's June 14th, is Flag Day, 
I also pray that you can find a flag, a United States flag, with 13 stripes in the union with the stars and raise it or have it on your porch. Let's celebrate this birthday. Uh, David, if I may, you know, the quick history on the flag did come out on, uh, or, or was, was brought forth um, on June 14th in 1777. So it's not a yesterday thing. I mean, this has been a, this has been around for a very long time. Um, so the, the reason that the United States flag is celebrated is because there was an actual action um, or resolution by the Continental Congress back there. Even then, we have recognized the flag. Hence, the fact a resolution was drafted and we have a flag. But later Dad. on... Did, did Betsy Ross act, actually design it? Well, that's been questionable. Uh, it's been it's been one of those things that, <laughs> that we just don't know for for sure. But I'm going to go ahead and say she is a she's a great American. Right. So do so. you do you want to quickly? Well, go ahead with the history of it, and then uh, you know. I know, and you and I talked about it, but uh, there's so many people today that don't understand the meaning of what they're looking at when they look at the flag. Yes, that's that's so true. And, and, and uh, because we do have a flag celebration coming up in Lawrenceville, but by the way, I don't think we gave the, 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 the address for the celebration, uh, and that would be June the 12th, that is uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. in the morning, for those who are listening. Um and that would be at the VFW. This is the Veterans of Foreign War Affairs over in Lawrenceville. VFW Post 5255. Um, and that is in the heart of the county, uh, not far from the uh, Justice Administration building. It's located on 368 Grayson Highway in Lawrenceville. 368 Grayson Highway. Love to see you. Love to have you come and join us if you have time to celebrate the birthday of the flag. Uh but, yeah, what are we looking at in the flag? What, what are we doing with the flag? Um, you know, when it was designed, um, it was designed with the 13 stripes. And, and those 13 stripes, uh, from a history perspective, really indicated the 13 colonies that we started off with. Um, it, without having to list all the colonies, Georgia is one of the colonies. But we do have 13 colonies representing by the by the stripes they're red and white alternating so I had a, had a lot of people asking me what is the stripes mean I mean does it mean a certain um, relationship to uh, the designers or, or does it have any other significant meaning um, and some folks are probably, thinking way far on the left on this one and some uh, thinking way far on the right, but it's pretty simple, pretty simple. Um, the colors of the flag really are symbolic, uh, uh, David. Uh, the, 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 you have uh, red stripes. Those signify the hardness and valor 
Then you have the white um, stripes, which simplifies purity and innocence. It does not mean any other than that, purity and innocence. This is where we, when we come to the Pledge of Allegiance and talk about justice for all. I mean, you've got to have to do it from, from all pure heart and, and just. Then you happen to have the blue, um, and that is the union, and that is the peace that represents vigilance, preservance, and justice. So those are the colors of our flag. They don't really necessarily have to be taken apart in, in uh, changing the meaning of them, other than the fact that you have uh, hardness and valor, purity and innocence, vigilance, preservance, and justice. And justice. That's what our all-glory colors mean. And then we add the stars, and hopefully most people know what the stars represent, but amazingly there are people that don't, and each star represents a state. That is true, absolutely. So each one of the stars represents a state, and, and uh, if you read some of the history about how the stars came about, uh, there were some predictions by a student. I love the fact that the that the schools in in America back in the days when I used to go to schools took these um, values of America and formed them, and they really stood up straight and pledged allegiance to the flag. And they have one little kid. I can't remember his name. Predicted that the, Hawaii will be part of the state, and hence that he had lined up the stars on his project report for his teacher that says that, hey, we got 50 states. These kids, back in my days, I think they were looking at looking at the flag uh, with all innocence. I mean, they really wanted to do something with it. And I, and I do appreciate the old teaching, because I'm an old man, so I love to go back in history and find out how we were going to school what was what motivated us to go to school and then when you get in there early in the morning david you do you recall waking up do you do you recall going to school waking up early going to school and first thing first action item in school do you know what it was oh i remember it quite well and that was uh, the pledge of allegiance and um in our particularly in our uh junior high school which they call middle school over here but in our junior high it was quite an honor for and it was a seventh eighth and ninth grade it was quite an honor to be selected by your principal to lead the whole school in the pledge of allegiance and every classroom had a flag hang flying in it or hanging in it and um, if you got to uh be on the microphone and lead the Pledge of Allegiance uh, with your hand over your heart. It was quite an honor, and uh, we did it throughout the school, and we always had our, prior to saying the Pledge of Allegiance, we would have our meditation moment, and, uh, you know, I think, in my opinion, one, they don't you can't say a prayer in school, and two, I don't believe many, if any, schools say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. They they, uh, they don't, and, and you know, 
part, part of this deal here, if, if the, you know, when the Pledge of Allegiance came about, it was, it was written uh, by a minister, by, by a man of God. It was written by a fellow by the name of Francis Bellamy, uh, way back in 1855. Uh, you know, he had different reasons for it, but when we adopted the Pledge of Allegiance to it, we, we certainly looked at it and modified it and made it, made it really stand uh, to re- represent from the heart as an individual, as an American, to put your hand on your heart, and if you happen to be a veteran or a soldier, salute the flag, face the flag, uh, and do the pledge. Now, of course, you know, with the news and, and, the, and the progressive movement, and some folks don't feel like the flags are presenting their cause, we are uh, having to find ourselves discussing some of the words inside the flag and, and, and I bet you know what word in the flag is being uh, challenged by one, one nation under God absolutely one nation under God and these guys want to strip that word out suddenly we will be one nation without God is, is that what would it be at one point you know I every you know just in talking about this my mind goes back to one thing how many lives have been lost over the years this goes back to you know world war one world war two korea vietnam you name it how many lives have been lost because they swore to defend the constitution of the united states against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and the United States is represented by our flag. So hundreds of thousands of men and women have died supporting our flag. Mm. Absolutely, And, and, and you stated it pretty good in the beginning at the top of the program, those individuals, those soldiers that gave you and I the freedom, the blanket that we wear and saying, this is my country, I can do anything I want. These guys came back, a lot of them have came came back, draped in the flag, carried by the soldiers, buried in the flag. And that those are the men and the women that that I admire that had kept me thinking, saying, my goodness, I would not have been in America. As you know, David, I wasn't born in this country. And uh, and I think in the first time that we have met and talked a little bit, uh, I told you one of the significant pieces that is in, in etched in my memory was looking at the JFK um, um, airport right in that area where we um, moved through back in the early 70s. The biggest symbol that I saw was the United States flag, and it was not a small flag. It was a big flag. As a little boy, that meant tremendous to me. Immediately I knew I am safe. I'm in a country that's going to take care of me. And that was a turning point for me. And, of course, you know, like I I was saying, (coughs) 
earlier, it is an honor for me to be the Gwinnett County Flag Day president and to celebrate the Flag Day here um, among these incredible, great Americans. So you're right. I mean, the, the flag had kept everybody in tune, kept everybody safe. It reflected the symbol. It is a symbol. My goodness, it's a symbol. And for us to go in there and challenge um, the pledge or challenge the national anthem or, or challenge the flag itself and remove some of these words in there because it may be offensive, well, guess what? This nation was built. This nation was built based on the words of God. I think the folks that signed the Declaration of Independence, many of them were ministers. And my goodness, um, when you look at that, you say that this country has been built properly. And I don't think I want to change the Pledge of Allegiance, and I don't want to remove, remove the word God from it. I like it the way it is, and I hope that every American can support me on that and stand up with me and say, do not mess with my national Pledge of Allegiance or national anthem, because that is important. Let's, let's admire that and respect it. Absolutely. You know, we had a uh, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, we had a, a gentleman on that uh, had been in one of the Nazi concentration camps. And, um, you know, one of his memories after serving, I, I've forgotten how long he had been in, but too long, obviously. But uh, he said the first thing that gave him peace was seeing the American flag coming towards him and mm-hmm. he knew he was free and you know so many countries and even today so many countries while we may have a group of idiots uh, that I feel like should be if they don't like it here get out but we have so many other countries around the world that have had problems or have, you know, had a hurricane or whatever the crisis might be. And as I've pointed out many times, and we talk about our respect for first responders, our firemen, our police, our EMTs and so forth, we are a country of first responders. And the first thing they see, a country in need the first thing they see is our flag coming towards them. And it's an inspiration all all over the world that, you know, we're going to be okay. The United States is here. And they're going to help us. That, that, that's true. Uh, my, uh, my wife works uh, as a translator um, with a lot of folks that, had just arrived to the United States. This, this is pre, pre-pandemic, you know, and that's why we're doing interviews on the radio using phones and not in person because we're still doing the pandemic. But prior to that, uh, she had introduced me to uh, a bunch of uh, groups of people from Iraq who had come in to the United States fleeing their um, hometown and, and persecution that they had. And, and boy, I tell you, this one story sort of moved me. Um, this uh, one family, she, the lady was saying to me that with all the with all the killing, with all the shooting, with all the uh, bombing that was going on, of course the 
these uh, roadside bombs had killed a lot of her family members. She says to me one day she wanted to get um, food or supplies, I can't remember, and was trying to sneak out of the house uh, simply not to get hurt. You don't have Ron She in, right? did notice an American put it in. Okay. I didn't mean convoy to you, but I had to or use it. a vehicle. She can't remember what it was, but she says, I saw the flag. And tells me that she ran with okay. her arms up in the air as fast as she can to try to go out there and hug a soldier because she knows relief is going to be given to her right there and then. So that flag on that car, she says to me, told her personally that if I can get to that car, I know I can get the supplies and the food that I'm looking for. She knew aid was coming. She knew that flag was her sense of direction and sense of security. And, and this is just one simple story by one Iraqi refugees that we have in the United States. And this country, of course, takes care of everybody. Refugees here, there, and they look for the flag. They immediately see the flag and they run towards it. And boy, hey, that is a compelling story. Of course, you know, she's telling me that with tears in her eyes. And, 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 and when you hear stories like that, you'll say, my goodness, I love this flag. This is the one that makes me proud to be an American. You know, I I can't quite frankly put a wrap my arms around anyone or what they're thinking is that will not stand when the flag goes by and will not put their hand over their heart and recite the pledge of allegiance. Uh, and I like I said before, if they don't like it, then get out. And we just we just did a show prior to uh, this one that we were talking about the censorship today and the big tech and all this that are censoring programs, censorship. Uh, they're they're cutting us off because we're loyal to the flag. We're loyal to the truth, and. If we say something they don't like, they will take our right to say it away from us. And yet that's our First Amendment right, freedom of speech and freedom to salute our flag. And again, I and many, many veterans and certainly active duty, we know what it's been to raise our hand and it's raising our hand in support of our Constitution, which is also symbolized by our flag, basically, because it is the United States. And anyone that doesn't like it, from a football player to a basketball player to, you know, I, I was kidding. Uh, you and I may have talked about it, too, Mike, but I was kidding somebody about all these Hollywood stars, and they're not stars, they're just Hollywood trash, in my opinion, but that will come out and say, well, I'm moving if so-and-so's elected. I'm leaving the country. Well, I tell you what, I don't think one of them ever has, but I would sure like them to go to Venezuela or a communist country and see how they like it there. And I don't believe in any country there's the pride 
like we have in this country when our flag goes by. You know, uh, I think I mentioned it to you when we when we talked. Uh, I believe it was uh, Barbara Streisand uh, yeah. and some other folks there. They did uh, threaten to leave the country, um, and I was pretty engaged at that time a lot more. I think with my old age, I think I'm settling down a little bit more, but uh, but I still have that fire in me. But so anyway, I wrote her a. Uh, uh, a note saying, hey, uh, I'll be more than happy to contribute to your one-way ticket to one of these third or fourth uh, um, countries uh, and and, uh, and wish you the best of luck. Of course, you know, I never received anything back. But the point of it is that these these folks threaten to leave, and they don't leave. And they don't uh, leave. Because they know what they have here. They know what we have here. Mike, Mike we're going to have to leave for a minute and do a break, so... We'll be back with Mike talking about our flag and the folks that don't leave. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And we're back on David's Pick and on America's Web Radio, and we certainly do thank you for tuning in. We've got Mike Sabah, who is the uh, he is the head of the Flag Day in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And uh, Mike, how many flags do you all wind up putting out every year, uh, with the help of the VFW uh, members? Uh, we bring boxes of flags on sticks. And every year we, we give away flags, at least uh, uh, here in the local area, for anybody that wants. And I engage the Boy Scouts to hand pocket flags. So I don't know what the numbers are, but they're, but they're huge. Uh, I think last year I had a box of about 500 flags in it, um, b- big flags. I think they're about 
about uh, 14 inches by uh, 8 inches. Uh, they were distributed and they were placed in, in the ground around the flag day ceremony. And at the end of the day, everybody picks up a flag and takes it home with them. Um, we do have, I do have a standing procedure with the, with the flag each year with the flag day program. This is a formal program, David. Uh, it begins with an inv- invocation um, that leads us into the, uh, the, uh, the formal program. We have a keynote speaker uh, that would speak for about 15 minutes. Every year we get congressmen and women, senators, state representatives, county commissioners. This year we have uh, um, our county commissioner, uh, Ms. Nicole Hendrickson, who's going to give us a proclamation. Uh, She's the Gwinnett County chairwoman. Uh, We have... uh, State reps, mayors, former mayors, uh, Mayor David Still from the city of Lawrenceville, he will join us today, uh, I mean on Saturday morning. A lot of other dignitaries will be available with us. Former former mayors will be here. Uh, They've already contacted me. So everybody gets to go away with a small flag. But the main flag or the main flag that would be flying all glory, that would be flying high, after the 21-gun salute would be the one that's flown over the United States Capitol building. Um, this flag would be, this year's flag would be given to us by uh, Carolyn Bordeaux, Congresswoman Carolyn Bordeaux. Probably many of you who have been following the news, um, Congressman Rob Woodall did not want to run again. Uh, Carolyn uh, Brudeau, Congressman, Congresswoman Brudeau, she had won the seat. I've met her before. So I reached out to her office, and she did fly a flag for us over the United States Capitol building. So this is the flag that we will be using this year for the 2021 Flag Day celebration that would be flying on the VFW flag post. Um, Again, that's in the Lawrenceville uh, uh, post. So we do have a pretty structured program. We have a pretty formal program, and and it does uh, begin with an invocation and it ends with benediction. Now, now, now you're you're saying because these are the core values of of America. So we try to keep them in perspective. Naturally, like you said, some people don't like it, and and like and and if they don't like it, they have a choice. They can. Um, abstain from joining us, uh, but we will not waver from our principles and our values, especially when it comes to respecting the United States flag and for those who give their ultimate um, sacrifices for it. Um, but, but because we do have a structured program that would include the Pledge of Allegiance, it would include a 21-gun salute and the invocation and the national anthem, we expect everybody to be there, ready to stand and ready to put their hands on their heart or salute the flag uh, when the pledge is uh, recited or when the national anthem is sang. And I do encourage everybody to come in again and, and, and be part of this program. This is, a, this is a pretty big program. This is the 11th annual one that we have here, uh, and it's called the Gwinnett Flag Day, Gwinnett Flag Day. 
so uh, love to have you there, David. Love, love to have your audience join us and anybody that needs additional information. I'm here to help. I'm here to share. Uh, be more than uh, actually, I'm excited for Saturday. It's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a good day. And uh, we, we will have a great fellowship before, during, and after. It's just going to be an incredible time. Who's doing the invocation? Uh, the invocation is going to be done by uh, a good friend of mine. His name is Dr. Fahed. He's a Presbyterian minister, retired. Uh, he lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, oh, great. The, so we, I choose a pastor each year to come up and do the invocation. Oh, that's super. And uh, being a Presbyterian, that even thrills me more. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I'd, I would like on Saturday, and I I don't know how many people are listening right at the moment, but, uh, you know, I would love to see a flag in everybody's yard. I fly a flag on my house and uh, as many folks do and like today I was negligent and not taking it down because we're supposed to have rain and stuff but I do you know when the weather's when we have inclement weather and I know it's coming I'm I don't want to be a lightning rod but when uh, I have time I will take the flag down uh, out of respect for the flag and respect for the, you know, when I was, and I can't remember them all, uh, but like you and I talked, Mike, when we were in school, there was a whole list of things that, out of respect, you did for and with the flag. And it's like I've got a, a folded flag right in front of me. I've got a flag on the wall, and I've got other smaller flags in my studio. But, um, you know, like I said, out of respect for the flag, and at night you're supposed to take down the flag. And uh, and in clement weather you're supposed to take it down. And uh, you don't just take it down and wad it up and throw it in a corner. Uh, there is a proper way to fold it, and... You know, a lot of folks don't understand, and I guess I guess because it, in a way it's an inanimate object, but they don't understand the respect that is due that object. And when you destroy the flag, you're destroying more than just the flag. You're, you're absolutely right. Remember, the flag is a symbol, and it attaches the values and the principles that this country is built on. This flag didn't just happen to be formulated yesterday. This is the flag of 240-plus years that we have been enjoying this good old USA. So when you are talking about your flag, Paul, a couple of things your listeners need to know, and I'm sure a lot of them already way past that point anyway. To have a freestanding poll, you have to make sure that it does not uh, violate any of the city ordinances as far as the height is concerned. Um, and if, if you happen to have a flag sitting on top of a mountain, uh, you need to clear that with the Federal Aviation and some other flying organizations for, for safety purposes. 
But if you do happen to have a flag in your front yard, um, most definitely do do what you said. Take it take it down at night, or if you don't want to do that, install floodlights to shine on the flag. That way, your flag has to be seen. It cannot be in the dark. So, so you may want to invest a little bit of money and run an electric uh, cable formally and attach it to the flagpole. But for those who happen to have a porch, just hang it on a porch, right, and make sure that at night your light is turned on, the porch light is turned on, and that's, that would satisfy the, the protocol that we know of. And, David, you're absolutely correct. Time and time again, I see people handling the flag like it is uh, another box, especially in public. You don't want to get the flag to touch the ground when you're ready to install the flag hitch the flag, raise the flag on a pole, be sure that you are going to treat that flag as if you're treating uh, a, a dignitary. Treat it with respect. Don't let it fall from your hand. Ensure that it's always there, uh, anchored. And, and then once you raise the flag, raise it up pretty quickly. Don't take your time. Raise it up and let it, set, let it fly high. Uh, and at that point, this is your time to stand this is the time to salute. This is the time to put your hand on your heart and do the Pledge of Allegiance. And definitely don't take the word God from there. <laughs> Leave it in there. Absolutely. So so those are the proper protocols. You know, uh, Mike, one thing that uh, has that I've been glad of, and, and it hadn't been that many years, uh, but when Congress decided that whether you were in uniform or not, if you were a veteran, you could salute the flag. But I can remember uh, when I was younger, even like my father, uh, he was a, he was a veteran of World War II. But um, if if not in uniform, which he never was after he retired, but um, you know, he would put his hand over his heart. But then they changed the the rules back in I think this was in the sixties I'm not sure but I think it was in the, where they said that any veteran can still if he if he's whether he's wearing a headdress or not he could salute the flag he or she actually could salute the flag and I I think this is I think this is a great honor for veterans that if they're in a large crowd and People see them saluting; they know they were in the military, and uh, we respect everybody that's been in in the military, one one yeah, capacity that's, or the that's other. That's true, and and uh, you know, back in twenty years ago, or something like that, when they were designing schools, when they were designing uh, buildings or, or or state buildings, I do remember looking at some of the architects, and I would locate the flagpole foundation. It used to be part of the design. How much you want to bet now a lot of these buildings that are coming up there, the last thing they think about is the flagpole. Probably they don't. They probably don't even have it. Probably don't. Maybe it comes later. Um, But the flag has to be there. And then again, a lot of folks have served and a lot of folks belong to a lot of these organizations and they do stand and they do salute. And that makes it perfect. makes it beautiful because that way you know you have an individual next to you or in front of you who has helped protect 
giving me an option and giving me an opportunity. Well, well, you know, I think I mentioned to you last time that I was a I was a member of the of the uh, Masonic uh, organization, and I was I'm going to tell you a Masonic secret that is uh, <laughs> actually it's not a secret, but you know. Before we begin anything in the Masons, before we uh, we, we do any big action, before we uh, take, make decisions, we do two things in any of our meetings. We have an invocation, and we have a salute to the flag. We do the Pledge of Allegiance. That is part of the foundation of a lot of successful organizations. And because of this has been going on for for centuries, you, you you know, at least for the United States here, for at least the, uh, at least a uh, hundred and plus years, you, you pledge allegiance to the flag, you do the invocation, and you leave the word under God, and that would make things proper. I don't think we need to challenge that, but you know, you were talking about the knee, then the, the knee situation earlier. Um, you know, if you don't want to salute the flag, don't show up on the football field. Stay in the locker room. That way, I can, as someone who believes in the flag, that way I can salute the flag without having to be distracted. If you happen to have a cause that needs to be remedied and it needs to be addressed by your Congress, by your lawmakers, by your city county county uh, city council members, uh, or whomever, and you need a resolution for that, get engaged in that sense. Call them up, meet with them, go to the city hall meetings, go to the county commission meeting. Write your congressman, write your congresswoman, and get things done that way. But do not uh, try to circumvent the rest of the Americans who believe in the flag because kneeling ain't going to help your cause. It's probably going to end up creating more questions than answers. So my suggestion to a lot of my friends, a lot of the good people out there who feel like they have an issue... Take it the right way. Take it through the proper channels, and you'll find a lot of resolutions done from that perspective. Mike, we're going to have to take another quick break. We'll be back with Mike right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for listening, and again, want to remind everybody, anybody that can, to show up in Lawrenceville on Saturday for Flag Day, which is coordinated by our guest, Mike Sabah. And uh, Mike, where were you born? I was born in, uh, in Jordan, which is a small country there in the Middle East. Right. And, uh, Back in 19... 19- <laughs> Back in 1960, I feel like it's been 
it's been a long time. But yeah, I was born there and uh, and came to the United States with my with my parents. My dad uh, and mom both are deceased. They uh, figured that hey, look, you know, we need if there's a good opportunity, it would be the United States of America. And of course, back in the days, you had to go. You had to do it legally. You can't just show up. You can't just sneak from under the walls, over the walls, <laughs> from different places. Do it right way. Apply. And, and, and uh, things will work out. So it's been a long time. Well, we're we're certainly glad that uh, your parents decided to bring you here, and and uh, I know you've been very active in a lot of organizations. And uh, obviously, the one we're talking about today is the Flag Day in Lawrenceville. But I think uh, I think that touches. Uh, my dad was a Mason, by the way, and. That's uh, the only place I ever let my dad down. But we'll we'll talk about that at another time. Anyway, the the flag touches everybody, and you know somehow even even the the disrespect the flag is getting today by some, you know, down deep in their heart, I, I still have hope for them that that. Uh, they will appreciate it and you know it's in my again this is only my opinion but our flag and our country has been very blessed and i don't think we would have had the blessings that we've had if we weren't the greatest country in the world and the first responding country in the world and i don't know of any other flag that well, maybe the Texas flag, but beyond that, I don't know of any other flag that gets the response that the United States flag gets. Amen to that. Uh, and I'll tell you this again. Remember, um, you know, having seen the flag in uh, New York City in 1972, um, hanging, on, <clears throat> hanging on the wall changed my perspective completely because of what it meant. And and this is a small message I'm sending to people who are listening to this. This is a great flag. Folks, look, um, in America here, you have the opportunity to do anything you want. Choose the right avenue. If the flag is uh, not flying on your house, especially today and this weekend, go get one. Fly it because this is the symbol of freedom. This is the symbol of success. And by the way, David, uh, this year's theme for our flag is called one country one constitution one destiny so the uh so the situation uh, the, i mean the, the theme is uh is again one country one constitution one destiny we have uh, uh a lot of folks are going to be celebrating this theme this coming saturday and uh, for you listeners the address, again, is going to be 368 Grayson Highway, Lawrenceville, Georgia, and that is called VFW Post 5255. So I welcome all the listeners to come, and I welcome um, welcome all the folks that are uh, uh, having any questions to call me, email me. Uh, and, again, this is uh, the Gwinnett Flag Day uh, uh, members. Uh, they also would love to hear from you all. And uh, And it kicks off at what time? 
the, it would kick off at 10 o'clock. So if you get a little early, you get yourself a cup of coffee and maybe a chicken biscuit um, <laughs> from Chick-fil-A. So, uh, and there would be water. Uh, I'm sure there would be uh, 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 plenty of seating and plenty of seats. Uh, so come in there. And the event's going to be in the back of the VFW post uh, in the uh, uh, right at the back of the, the front building. And that's where the, event, that's where the event's going to take place. And it gives, and it and it gives everybody the opportunity to wear their patriotic clothing that they wear on the Fourth of July, and now they can try it out and make sure it fits and uh, wear it on the twelfth of June. You know, you, you're absolutely right. That's a good point. So, for those veterans that happen to have the color guard with them and their uh, covers, bring them. Bring a cover. Bring a hat. That is. Bring your uniform, uh, uh, dress up. This will be a this will be a great time. There will be some uh, uh, news outlets out there, and there will be uh, cameras. There will be uh, uh, some sort of a somebody from Gwinnett Daily Post or somebody. I'm not sure, but there will be a lot of folks out there. They'll be taking pictures. So come on up there, dress up in your uniform in your. Uh, Army, Navy, military, even Marine, uh, m- m- military, military uniform. By the way, I wanted to just uh, put a, a, a shout out. Happy birthday to the Army! As you all know, that uh, that June fourteenth also uh, is the Army's uh, birthday. So happy birthday to the United States Army! Uh, and again, come on up there, get dressed, bring your flag with you if you have the flag. Bring your motorcycles and put your flags on them. And love to have you there at the VFW Post 5255 in Lawrenceville, Saturday at 10 o'clock. That would be really awesome to see all of the good people come and join us. That would be amazing. I would just like to remind everybody, or, or tell everybody, really, that um, yesterday's show, A Veteran's Story, with, that is hosted by Pete Mecca, was an ex- extremely good show with uh, a Vietnam veteran, a nurse, and uh, she told her story about being in Vietnam, and it was just a very, very moving story. And I, uh, as an EMT, I saw my fair share of stuff, but I can't imagine some of the things that she described and and the stories that she has and told, and we never, ever want to forget the role that women have played in the United States and um, in combat now, as well as uh, the nurses that were in Vietnam and, and Korea and every place else and the job that they've done. And we also always salute the families that when one of the members of the family, father, my wife, daughter, son, whatever, is deployed, the whole family is deployed. And, you know, again, one of the the nice things or one of the beautiful things is that on every soldier's arm, on his shoulder, is the flag of the United States. And it means it means a lot to that soldier, and it certainly means a lot to the, whatever country they happen to be in. 
and uh, I always salute my son that's a major in the Air Force, and uh, I'm very, very proud of him and, and what he's doing to help keep the greatest country in the world free. Uh, and we've got, we've got our problems, but we'll work them out, and we'll work them out underneath our flag that's flying above and showing everybody that we can do whatever necessary, whatever we need to do, because we're the United States of America. So, with that being said, we're going to have to uh, get ready to get out of here, Mike. Uh, we've we've about gone through the hour. Let's do, let's do it again, uh, David. Thank you so much again, uh, one more time for this amazing opportunity to join you on on your on your radio web radio show. That it means the world to me, and I do appreciate your uh, patriotic stand and. Uh, Keeping us all informed. I love your newsletters. I love your radio show. I love your website. And keep it up there, buddy. And I'll be more than happy to uh, visit with you in person once we once we get the full green light. I'd like to come up and do this in the studio sometimes. You got it. Whenever you want to. And, uh, Mike, we will keep in touch. And want to thank our good buddy, Rick White, Colonel Rick White, who's the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you haven't been there, go. It's well worth your day and time to visit it. And uh, you will be struck by the number of Georgians that have served in the military and how proud we are of all of them. So with that being said, we've got to get out of here. Mike, thank you. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, David. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.